0: Good morning, all you great, grand, wonderful, fantastic individuals out there in the universe. Welcome to another episode of Creatively Disrespectful. It is Saturday, August 27th, and um, we're doing a very impromptu episode. I guess you will say that all the episodes lately have been impromptu episodes because I have told myself... That what I needed to start doing is allow myself the space and the time to do these things more organically and, and like you know as often and as less often as I like and it was time really to start to like download a lot of things that I won't say necessarily that I've been holding but it's just there's no need to keep certain things, um, to give them, mm, that wasn't the word I wanted to use, I was about to use a word that was going to be the opposite of what I want to use. Uh, It's like having tenants, right? So a lot of the times what I tend to do now is when certain things happen, it's easier just to do the eviction and vacate. As opposed to allowing those things to sit there and take up energy in a space that it shouldn't be. So, um, that was a very weird way to introduce what we're doing today. But today, I wanted to talk about some work-related things. Um, Entrepreneur-based things. Uh, Black-owned business-based things, to say the least. So, I think this will be a good one. Nonetheless... guys already know, let's get into it. So, um, for those of you who don't know, I spend a majority of my time being a private chef and also an instructor, and we'll get into both sides of this coin, but to open it, To start with one, on the private chef side of life, because I'm a private chef, not a personal chef, there's a difference and a lot of the times people don't understand what that difference is. So the difference being private chef, I do small, mini to micro size events, dinner parties, uh, little gatherings, um, bachelorette parties, things of that nature, bachelor parties, stuff like that i am not a personal chef where someone hires me to come and cook solely for them as one client in their home i go all around the i go everywhere um i will travel anywhere i will say that since i have been in austin the longest amount of travel i've had to have actually no because uh one of uh One of my old clients in New York did fly me back out to New York once so I guess that's the furthest I've gone via plane, I guess via driving. The longest drive I've had has been about over two hours. And uh, I did that once and it was a terrible experience for various reasons that we'll get into another day. And uh, so I've chosen not to do anything like that again. So yes. I own a business, I own a small company, the name of it is The Starving Gypsy, and we specialize in mini to micro style events Um, that is, the whole goal is to provide globally influenced food because I am globally influenced, and um, yeah, we provide globally influenced food that's, you know, framed by fantastic service. Um, At the core of it, I want people to be able to come together to congregate, have some really good food, but to also create some dope-ass memories, and I feel like I have been given the power to facilitate that kind of energy in the area and the space, and that's what I do uh, in my private events, but that's also what I do um, as a chef instructor. There is a small kitchen store that is located out here in the suburb of Austin called the Bee Cave, and I go there a couple of times a month depending on what my schedule looks like and what days are available and I teach cooking classes that are the same way um they're globally influenced we have I'm doing a Costa Rican class tonight actually and yeah they're globally centered and they're very history focused uh very balance focus I want people to get a nutritionally sound meal but then understand the concepts and the techniques behind that so that you can recreate that for yourself and I just want people to show up and have a good time recently I was um propositioned about jumping in on a project with somebody to give it a little bit more full scope and context um i run a lot of different menus during the season during the season i'll have a menu that's based off of ingredients that are available seasonally so that's kind of how my Like, case in point, right now, summer menu is written. But then I'll also run, like, some fancy menus that still fit the theme of what season we're in, but they're different. So, like, case in point, I'm running a Hawaiian menu right now because it's summer. And I'm also running a Brazilian steakhouse menu because it's summer. So I do stuff like that all the time. The beauty of having my own business and having being able to really take the stuff that's in my brain and put it out into the world is to have the ability to do that which is what i tried to do so um i'm starting this other leg of a project where i want to do these like themed out dinner parties that people have to buy tickets to and show up like you know real theatrical really big and uh, i had reached out to someone who seemed like he could have been interested in doing something like this later and he um, but there's a particular way for that, that I want that to go. But I brought that up as an idea. Okay. So (laughs) Uh, I never was able to really have the time to get that together the way I want to uh, at the time then. So I was just like, you know, I'm just throwing it out into the universe and maybe one day when we get a chance to actually collaborate on something, we can do so. Okay. Fast forward and this same individual contacts me to be a part of a pop-up that he's apparently doing. Got it. Okay. So, um, I'm supposed to be part of this pop-up and, uh, he gave me this theme and I wrote my dishes for it. And it's like, okay, the menu split in half. You have certain things that you're doing. I have certain things that I'm doing got it we are two small business owners at least that was the impression i was under so in my brain like whatever items you sell that's the profit you would get and whatever items i sell that's the profit that i would get because that makes sense though right though doesn't that make sense if we both are our own entities then and we're doing a collaboration then we would equally get whatever you know we put into it that's it (sighs) okay i say all that to say this so the day before so well leading up to this i've noticed that he has really limited interaction with marketing this particular event and I've watched other things that he's marketed before and um, he's active like he's posting things and talking about it all the time and blah 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 blah. but then when it comes time to do this project with me for me it's crickets and if he does post anything about it he's just resharing the stuff that I made for it and i don't understand that concept because i'm like i figure you're gonna advertise on your end i'm gonna advertise on my end we'll both advertise in our different styles the different ways that we do things whatever however comma um you just like we'll have stuff that is like a shared advertiser but i just it was enough of a difference between me seeing him work with other people and working with me that I could pick up on it and then the day before the morning the day before uh, I had got a pre-order on my end so I was like okay well let me go ahead and send you the money for this particular order because this person ordered one dish from me one dish from him let me go ahead and send your stuff over to your Vimbo so I go to send stuff over to the Vimbo And his Venmo's gone and I'm like well that's odd so I'm like well maybe I'm typing stuff in wrong so I sit here and go through my computer I go through this I go through that finally find the QR code and try again doesn't exist so I message him and be like hey I have a payment for you for a pre-order but your Venmo isn't working so then he sends me this different Venmo name and I'm like the fuck the day before this event you changed the method of payment but also this entire time i've been told to send pre-orders to you in this facet in this avenue and you've changed the lane and have not even bothered to inform me that put a bad taste in my mouth y'all it just professionally what the fuck but then also it's just like, mm. so I'm already feeling like you don't want to do this project with me. And then you do something like this. And so then, you know, I, I, I come straight out with it. I'm like, so is there any excitement about this at all from anybody? Like, I was like, how does this process normally go for you? Do people normally pre-order? and Or like, do you just expect people to show up the day of because you know i'm not gonna hold you i don't have time to set up station in an area as if it's a restaurant and wait around till somebody shows up and orders from me like i'm a fast food joint i don't have the time and or resources or money for that i'm a small owned business my time is very important and i just don't have the time for that and if you're saying that you want to do a project that's like a pop-up The main thing about a pop-up is you pop up in spots that already have foot traffic, that already have at least some sort of guaranteed clientele. No, you might not make a huge profit if it's the first time you're doing it or something like that. But you're in a space where there will be some sort of overflow where you will at least break even so that it is worth your time and your money, right? No that's not what this was I'm seeing this as it's unfolding and then I'm blaming myself for making a business choice that ended up being more detrimental to me than anything but we're going to continue to get there so he says uh yeah sometimes people pre-order and sometimes people just show up so what you're saying to me is there really isn't anything kind of consistent to this but that there's no guarantee that i will make my money back now this is the day before and i said well i'm just like you know not seeing any excitement from anywhere anywhere not only on my end like i'm not seeing people interact like a couple of people have told me they're going to do stuff on my end but i'm used to people saying they're going to do stuff and be supportive to me and not do it unfortunately i'm used to this so whatever But on his end, I'm not even seeing him really be excited just in the planning processes. Because like I said, I'm seeing a different kind of involvement level than when I've seen you work with other people before or do your own thing before. And he says, no, 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 that's not the case. And I said, well, you know, I'm pretty much saying it doesn't really seem like I'm like, look. If you don't want to do this project with me, it's fine. I won't be offended. I don't really think you're interested anymore, which is fine. I feel like you're just not saying that in an effort to not offend me. But I'm also like, but trust me, I'm not going to be offended. I'm more offended with people when they are not real about their shit. Um... You saying you don't want to do this with me anymore. We've never met each other in person anyway. Because I forgot to throw that in there. We have never met each other in person. And with the way that this entire situation went down for me. We probably never will. Um, and he says no, no, no. That's not the case. And then of course part way through this. I said okay well I'm just trying to let you know where I stand on things. But however I don't want you to take this. Because you know i'm a black woman so i have to apologize if i stand up for myself in any way shape or form because then people are saying that i'm being abrasive and that i'm being like i don't know not argumentative that's not the word that i want to be but like the sternness and the stoicness that is in my voice that comes from me being military don't get it twisted My level of professionalism and how I approach things and how I say things, yes, is because I am business-minded and oriented, but also because I am military. I'm an Air Force veteran and my dad was military and so was my mother. I grew up in a military family. There's a particular diction and structure that we have when we do things, say things, whatever. So you wanna blame it on me being black i'm gonna tell you go ahead and talk to your air force nonetheless so of course by the end of this conversation it's come to my full recognition that he is offended by me pointing out to me what ends up feeling like the truth and by the end of this conversation he says well yeah I normally don't get that much traction sometimes uh but you know um uh, I just I, you know I was just gonna do it for the content for the content for the content put a pin there I understand that that is the lane that people subscribe to and move in in this day and age of technology and where we are and where we sit on the spectrum of the globe. However, comma, that doesn't mean that everybody subscribes to that lane of thinking, me not being one of them. Again, this is where I fault myself for not having a full-fledged-out conversation with someone that I've never met about their purposes and what they i guess just their plans in general because if i would have if i would have known from the beginning that mostly we just like to do stuff like this just to be seen um i would have said i would have never agreed i would have never agreed and so in that very moment all of my excitement that i had in reference to this because i was really excited about this before if you ask anybody who talks to me and knows i was really excited about it but all the excitement dissipated because I'm like well that's unfortunate like I I wasn't doing it for I, I could care less about making content I'm trying to make good food and educate people and try to help change the world a little bit one meal at a time I don't care about doing stuff for Instagram, likes, Facebook, freaking posts, goddamn TikTok videos. Like I have some here and there because I have to kind of do certain stuff like that for a little bit of the low level marketing, but I don't do it for those reasonings. So for someone to say on the back end, that that was kind of a big portion of the reason why they wanted to do that project. I was like, okay, well, like I was, you know, in my head, I'm like, I was correct. You didn't want to do this with me It could have been anybody So I was like Well you know I'm not gonna call it I'm just gonna I already have purchased food I've already prepped my ass off I need to follow through with this And then As fate would have it The very next day um, Texas had a torrential ass downpour there was a crazy ass storm and it set all these things into place where me being able to do this event was not something I could do anymore and so the first thing I asked while I'm weighing out if I should still try to get through all of this weather is I message him in the morning and I say hey question have you gotten any pre-orders for me and he says no and I said okay Well, I looked at myself and I said, "Okay, well, you know, the universe is trying to tell you something and it don't make sense for you to risk anything else. Um, But before I even reply back to this, he gives me a breakout of the payment structure that he had decided in his head that he was going to pay me. And again, remember, let's go back. y'all. Remember when I said. You're an entity and I'm an entity and we're doing a collaboration as two businesses because that's how I took this. So I assumed, and I will take fault for the assumption, that you were going to take profit from what you sold, what you made, and I was gonna take profit from what I sold and what I made. This payment structure that he had in his head that no one knew about until literally the morning of the event, was along the lines of as if i was an employee for him in some way shape or form and uh no because once again y'all this is why you should not do or agree to particular projects with people that you i guess really really don't know Uh, as I was saying, um, it makes a difference when you cannot control and dictate the exact movements that need to be done on your end as a business. I've learned for myself that I'm not really good with um, falling. I work for myself specifically for those reasons, to work for myself. So if I'm choosing to collaborate with someone, it needs to be even kill for me. Like, so having someone tell me in any way shape or form the processes of how they were going to do something or tell me more specifically how I was going to get paid uh, does not drive with me that's a conversation that would have been had in the beginning if I would have assumed that payment structure that there would have been a payment structure that it just wouldn't have been split but you know you live and you learn and so be it. And then something else interesting happens. The very next day, um, after like he does a blast canceling the event, and then he starts talking about his next event coming up. and we're just like posting the entire time and we're really passionate about it and we're really all into it And I'm like, yeah, okay. Exactly what I said from earlier, the energy that we placed into doing this project with me was not there. And project you did with someone before, super, super stoked about it. This project coming up, super, super stoked about it. I can see a difference in the overall engagement and interaction from your end as a person. And it made me think about something else. So a situation, or I won't say a situation, Some things that I have noticed here is that me trying to collaborate or just do anything artistically on the culinary side with other people of color besides like the one black guy that I talk to that I hang out with here every now and then, um, and then my Caucasian friend, uh, never happens it never comes to fruition. Oh, and I also have to include my old roommate from Chicago who left me to run away to Colorado, which I supported her reasoning and understand why they did, because um, she's Brazilian, so I had to say that too, because these are not people that I've had these kind of experiences with, but other people that um, are part of my other minority groups out here specifically, i've had an issue with and the issue being there's just a certain level of disrespect that is still there for black people there's also the non-acceptance of a space that is not yours i realized as we were getting closer to doing this event and me and him are having small conversations here and there that our experiences are varying and different this is what i know however though in the beginning it was the kind of response that it normally is. Well, I don't experience that. Well, I've never had this before, so this doesn't exist. Where does this come from? Because I don't have it. Like, it's literally very that. And I don't understand that concept of if it is not an experience that is yours, then that means it's non-existent. I don't get that. There's no, and I've said this before, I'm pretty sure y'all have heard me say this on other things. There's no room for empathy in that equation. How can you empathize with somebody else's story, somebody else's well-being, somebody else's existence and experience if you're sitting him sitting here telling them that they need to prove their experience to you because it's not something you've walked through before? It's comes across a bit um, to me a bit like I said, um, absent of empathy and um, not really. Uh, there's no general understanding uh, and a bit insensitive and ignorant those are the best words I guess I can use to um, describe it and seeing how this entire thing played out I, I fell right back into that same space that I have felt many times out here before and I've had multiple experiences That, again, we will get into another day. But I've had multiple experiences out here where that has been the case. Where it has very much been like, oh, well, this is not what I have felt. So it didn't happen. It it doesn't happen. And maybe you should change, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's it's really possible to believe that black people get treated differently in America than some of y'all do. Who would have thought? folks just making up getting shot. but <sighs> huh So I have gone back to the drawing board with doing projects by myself and with people who I actually know. That way I don't feel like a piece of shit on the other end because sometimes other people are not truthful and honest about their actual intentions and you know, I could just forego all of this and just make shit for content till the next time. uh, Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Welcome to this Saturday morning cartoon jam. Uh, And, you know, make sure that you make steps and movements in your life that are mindful of you at the core and the base. And if it don't feel right, And you'll always know when it don't feel right, don't ignore the red flags. Don't. They be there for a reason. Till the next time, you guys. Bye.